Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Aspiring Better Human podcast. Thank you to those who are joining the live stream, watching this in the replay, or perhaps listening later to wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Today, I'm super excited um, to bring you my guest, as you can see. Say hello to the people, Jason. Hey, I will hey. let Jason introduce himself. And what I'm going to do is bring up the topic on the screen. Today, our topic is breaking down employment barriers, and our guest is Jason Forehand. So the mic is yours. Introduce yourself to the folks here and tell them who you are and what you do, my good friend. Hey, well, I really appreciate the, the platform, and I appreciate you and everything that you do, man. But uh, my name is Jason Forehand. I am the founder of HR for You Incorporated. We are a charitable 501c3 based in New York, and we are fighting for equitable living wage. And we do that by elevating voices like this guy over here. I'm pointing the <laughs> wrong way. Uh, because the more people that you can elevate their voice to show how there is a huge ROI in putting people first in business, then Absolutely. that teaches leaders to do so and, right. and increases that uh, conversation and on and on and on. I told David Hansen yesterday when we spoke, it's a like the Jardians commercial of the 70s. <laughs> you tell two friends and they tell two friends exactly. and so on and so exactly. on. Exactly. Well, Jason, so that's I'm so our, glad that's to have you doing. here. Oh, it's, great to be uh, here, man. I'm looking forward to this. Now, for those who are listening in and wanting to know a little bit more, you correct me if I'm wrong. We met well over a year ago. I yep. did some solo, solo stream live. As I was experimenting with all of this, I did a solo. You reached out. You said you just loved me, <laughs> loved what? <laughs> not loved me, but loved watching me swim do. and do all the controls, right? And um, from there, we really um, formed a connection. And what you do is just so important. So. I have some questions that I wanted to ask you. Sure. Anyone that looks at your LinkedIn bio, I love that you 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 talk about you were a broken human and then you took steps. So I guess I want to just dive into it and then we're going to talk about your company. But what is it that broke you? I love that you're that honest and saying I was a broken human and then here we are today. Yeah. Tell us what what was the catalyst to bring on that change? Well, I was, a, I was a drug addict and I was so bad at one point that I didn't have a place to stay. I didn't have a bank account, didn't have two cents to rub uh, together. Yeah. And I had done it to myself. I came, uh, we had trauma in our childhood, but I let that affect me and it started affecting me in high school. And then it's, it became so much worse when I went off to college. And here I was a person who did extremely well in my studies, uh, was in all honors in college and mm. just failed and not failed forward. I failed where I stood, as Jason Redmond calls it, standing on the X. Wow. Uh, I was stuck in my own head because in between these two years is the worst enemy for me. Right. And I literally got stuck, uh, couldn't wait to get to the next high, was just 
a mess, a mess. I left everything behind. I broke a lot of people. I broke myself. And I had to get to a place where I was willing to do the work to be okay with the person that was staring back at me. And until I did that, I I wasn't going to get out of that situation. So when I say I'm a broke, I'm I'm a recovering broken human. Yes, that's it. That's it. You know, it really is uh, that I spent a lot of time, even after you know, getting the addiction part taken care of and being clean uh, for 32 years now, I had to get Congrats to a place. Congrats on that, by the way. That. Thank you. I had to get to a place where I was okay with the person staring back at me. And that took a lot longer than even wow. getting through the addiction. The addiction portion did not take as long as I thought it was going to take because I was fed up with my life and what I was doing. But I loathed myself. And even Uh, though I was doing the work to repair all the other stuff, it, you know, one addiction became other things that were still harmful. I get, I got to a place where I was, I'm five, eight. I got to a place where I was 400 pounds and I knew better being a chef, being somebody new nutrition, took all these classes and was, and played all these sports. I knew better. And it's, it's this process because, you know, it's taking care of the addiction, but you're not taking care of root things that are causing you to, to be stuck. And it really was that. It's that. Um, your story is just so inspiring. And we hear so many stories where people have struggled, um, feel alone, dealing with, with so much. Was there that person, that moment, that community that you realized, okay, I'm going to change? Because what you do today, you're taking all that you've been, all that you are and everything you went through, you're using your presence, your platform to help others, which I just think is incredible. So what was it that took you out of that? Because unfortunately, you you know this so many people don't have the resources they don't have the support system what was yours like well i will say this i come from a large irish family and my brother robert probably was the one person that no matter what i did and he's younger he's almost two years younger than me but he has always been a stable entity. He's the guy that went through the same trauma as, as I did in childhood, but he dealt with it and he moved forward. And so he was really a catalyst in helping me come back to my family, make amends with the people. You know, we talk about the 12 steps and what you have to do. Well, you've got to make amends with yourself but you also have to make amends with other people. And not everybody wanted to hear back from me. Not everybody wanted to make amends. And you have to be okay with that because you've done things to hurt people. It's part of that that journey, right? It that's is. Part of the it journey. is. And that's tough. It's tough. And again, if you're very heady like I am, where you're you're the hardest critic on yourself, I always have been. I hold myself to very high standards and I fail a lot. So I have to be okay with that. 
and learn from those lessons. But I was at a place where I was at ground zero. And when there were no friends, because I didn't really know what friends were, I had no friends, only my family, and specifically my brother Robert, was the one that was like, it's okay. He had my old car. He had my old Firebird. He had a cool apartment. He made space for me on his couch. And I repaired, I started repairing my life. That's incredible. That that it takes one person. Mm -hmm. I I really, if I can get out one message, it's, it takes one human being to say, you know what, I'm going to help someone else. I don't, it's not about, it's not about accolades. It's not about uh, notoriety. It's not about thanking I'm going to do this out of the goodness of my heart, and I'm going to do this because I care about other people, and I want to share kindness, what you talk about on a daily basis. Right. That's that's truly what heals other people and heals this world that we live in. So, Jason, um, your story, obviously, we, we are the sum of our stories, and some of us are fortunate and blessed to come out of different circumstances and, and darkness and understand, I see you as someone who understands the obligation to pay it forward, right? You're totally that guy to me. So you're very much um, moving forward. You worked in the world of service and HR. And so you 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 get people. You and I have been in the people business, right? Aspects. Right. I've been in sales and operations and, and overall like public awareness, and you've been the support system in HR. But you then saw that as broken. And you're, you, I love how you formed, and, and anyone who is watching this or watching the replay, you could look at Chasen's um, background and see the community he has built. I'm above his head. His hair is yeah. blocking my face. Uh, <laughs> but it's a great background because you've, 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 connected with all of these folks who are purpose-driven, like we are, that understand that we must use our presence, our talents, our gifts, and and help others. So could you talk about that, you know, knowing you needed to shift career, right? You're still in that realm. Talk a little bit about that for people who don't know you. Right. What's that? That's interesting. I fell into human resources just because I was the friendly guy that trained people and was better at hiring than the chef owner or other people in that industry. So, you know what? I use a mantra and it's I love Michelle (laughs) made a comment about some of this, even when you and David and her were talking you know, keep the human in HR was, is my right. mantra and logo in my HR company. And I only work with service-based uh, people that are giving back to the community, um, whether a nonprofit or um, a benefit company of some kind, social good. Anywho, I fell into that and, and really just had that grow um, and be up to places where director of operations and, and onward, because I, I, I like people and I was good at it and they let me do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, where I am now and why we created HR for you is because even after the pandemic, I put, I put so much time from 2020 on doing 
pro bono work for nonprofits and social good entities over 900 hours that I realized that even in the nonprofit world that they're broken and yeah. that there's a lot of ego and there's a lot of right. it's all about me and my name. I told David this right. yesterday and I say this all the time. I want HR for you to be known for what we're doing and what uh, our impact is. I don't want it to be about chasing forehand. And the day when the mic can drop is when people go, oh, HR for you. I love that they're doing blah, blah, blah. And it's not, I love what Chasen's doing with right. that. I exactly. really want to get to that place. And so, you know, coming full circle, it really is about creating an environment where we're empowering people to change, empowering leaders to understand the ROI of putting people first and making changes within their organizations or within themselves so that they put people first. And that's going to change a lot of the socioeconomic issues that we have in poverty, crime, homelessness, um, food insecurity. It's all going to benefit when we start to put people first. What I love and why I was drawn to you and the conversations we had and, and being part and participating in, in watching what you're doing is that you, and I'd like to believe that I do as well, there are those of us who've had careers. We are people, people. We love just figuring it out, connecting. And we come to projects and departments and organizations with heart and soul. And what you talked about seeing HR broken, and I, of course, I come from the nonprofit world myself, and I work with, uh, I continue to work with nonprofits. And there's the things that you and I value the most, right? Are not the, they're not in the metrics of what is considered successful. And I mean that I get, and you know this from fundraising yourself and, 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 and looking for money, raising funds, working with donors, dealing with trustees, all of that is so important because otherwise, how do you open your doors and what do you do? Yeah. And the people stuff often are secondary, not be necessarily because there are bad people in nonprofits or corporations, but it's just the way that it's been. And so your organization, the things that I'm trying to do, what others are trying to do is say, hey, it's okay. You can be a leader. You can be successful. You can figure things out and yeah. still have heart and soul and care about people. So how do we do that, right? Yeah. How do we do it all? How do you get the donors and the trustees and those who are sponsoring your exhibitions? You're doing all of that, but how do we not forget? And I think that's what you and I carry the torch on. How do we not forget? It's the people who are serving the public, making your building run, having all of that done that are so vital because it'll all they're just as important right yeah. it's not it's not a hierarchy of who's more important right you and i believe in the power of people and how important it is to see the big picture absolutely so i'll stop preaching no no that's <laughs> let you, let i love it i love it i mean that's that's one of the main things that i love about you is it's not it is not about um, it isn't about metrics and it isn't about all this other stuff it for you and I and, and others. It really is about how do we change the narrative 
and still uh, accomplish the goals. Right. You know, so I, I appreciate that. And I said to you earlier, I see uh, David and Michelle, I have to connect back with Michelle. It's, it's been like over a year, Michelle, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm going to, I'm going to reach out. I apologize. Yes. You did say that before we came on air, yep. you did say you were going to reach out to, to Michelle. So David's put in a question here. Um, what can you say to CEOs to convince them about the need to put people first and pay a living wage, Jason? Like, what do you do? Because you really, you are totally in that realm. How do you have those conversations? Well, you know, it's interesting because David and I talked about this yesterday in our conversation and it is, you know, the methodology is to shine a light on the work you're doing, the work David's doing, the work that uh, Tiffany Castano and, and these 69 now partners, That's 63 great. partners, three strategic alliances and three sponsors that we have. And we're going to be announcing even more coming up. But we shine a light on what they're doing and show leaders how you can still have this tremendous ROI. But specifically, when I'm having conversations, David, with CEOs, and I've had 696 conversations with leaders over this past year. This is part of our impact report that's coming out. One of the things that I talk about specifically are stories like I've posted multiple times of a Chick-fil-A owner, because this is service industry, so it's really tough. Right. So I talk about this service, uh, the Chick-fil-A owner who was in an area that was $11 an hour minimum wage. He started paying people $17 an hour, and he saw this tremendous yep. gain and boom. Yep. People stayed longer. There was less there was greater retention. He had less turnover. There were less uniforms being sent. He had more productivity. People were happier. Right. He took it upon himself to figure out the math. So busting the myths that you can't do it because you won't make enough profit, you will make more profit. Right. And you exactly. will be more profitable. You right. can figure out the data is there to show people what it's like when you have turnover, how much that really costs you. How much it costs you when people are disengaged? It's it's wow. I think we'll need another couple of episodes <laughs> to talk about this because it for for me, I had done what I had done naturally. I love people. I loved where I was. We had seven million people a year. It was huge revenues. I loved it all. And to tell you the truth, I didn't focus on the numbers. I love to talk about the numbers because it reinforces for me what I think the teams that I worked with side by side, led, collaborated with, it's a tribute to what they were able to accomplish. Yeah. But when I was a young manager and when I was thrown into that public realm of service that now when I think about it, it was a calling. I didn't do it on purpose. You know, it was subconscious. I, I kind of fell into it the way you just described falling into HR. Um, thinking to myself, I know that we need to get to this number, but I can't get there alone. And I can't get there just by wishing it to be or telling people right. to do things, right? How do you connect with everyone that you're working with and saying, how are we going to get there? You get the best ideas. You get 
um, motivated people. You get to see people that can, I, I think it's the best part, outperform you and outshine you and go yeah. on. Like that is just great. Leadership today, and you know this, leadership is not that. Leadership is all about the the title and my position and a place of power and money and all that. And yeah. that's a whole other episode. <laughs> so <laughs> so um I'm I'm being mindful of time because we're a 30 minute show and I just want to make sure that um we get it all in. But but that that piece, right? So breaking down these barriers. You know, my question to you, Jason, anyone that's listening that has is in a leadership role, anyone that um, aspires to be a leader or anyone just in an organization, what tips do you give to start breaking down those barriers? We've talked about the people element, but what tips yeah. do you get, practical tips that can help someone? I think the first thing is that you've got to take care of yourself because you can't take care of others unless you take care of yourself. And I'm the worst, I, I, it's great to preach that, but I'm, I'm terrible at it myself. I'm really working on it. Right. Uh, but self-care and being, right. we, we don't talk about this enough, but, but each day there's conversations about suicide and, and about the pressures that just society puts on you as a leader. And that you put on yourself if you're someone like me, where you're just so tough on yourself. Right. Uh, so I think the first thing I, I would say to anybody is that you've got to take care of yourself because you can't pour from an empty cup, if you've ever heard that. You really need to yep. be in a Amen. good place. Yep, absolutely. Then, then the second thing is listen more than you speak. Listen to other people. Take in viewpoints. Don't assume that you know what other people want or right. need. And that was a great lesson for me really early on in my career where I thought I knew everything and really uh, needed to learn to be quiet and be present. Do, and listen. Do, you do you find this, sorry to cut you off, do you find this to be true? I, I too had to learn those lessons and I've now become a big believer in the pause. Sometimes I have to not, totally not respond or react in the moment. Say, let's pick this up tomorrow, the day after. I think sometimes we need to process, yes. right? And and as a, a, a new leader, a young leader, you sometimes feel the obligation that you're just supposed to jump in and this is the solution. Let's this is what we should do. Yeah. Right. You have choice A, B, or C. And that's not it. Because if you take some time and think about it, there may be D, E, and F, or GRH is the better option, yeah. right? Because then you could come back with a clear head. No, I I absolutely agree and have said multiple times where I like, I need to unpack this or I need to process this. I need to come back to this situation. I think that, and I do that even more now with the nonprofit because there's constant pivoting. There's constant right. um, ebb and flow in what we do and based on what's happening in humanity. And what's going on in yeah. you know not only in the world but in our community here right. just in, in New York and then right. breaking it down to Newburgh and this area that I'm in. So it yeah, I think there's tremendous power in being intuitive enough to say, hey, I've got to step back for a minute and take in all this information and, and then let's discuss it further 
and, and set that time. So Jason, um, we've been talking about leadership, what brought us into the roles of leadership and what we do. What do you tell someone who is on the job search, looking for a job? Like how do they use what they know? How do they um, start to break through that, right? There's been plenty of positive change that we're no longer in a society that there's still a lot of work to do, but mm. there's, there's, we're no longer in a society that there's just like the central casting person that needs to be in these roles. But if you're a job seeker, how do you, how do people themselves stand out? You, you guide and we talk to executives about how to change. How does the individual out there pounding the pavement or, or looking online, how do they start to break through? How do they get your attention if you're filling a job? Well, I think there's a couple of things. Um, Anna Morgan and uh, Sarah Flip, Michelle, I think, has even talked about this. You've talked about this. But I think that the real thing, two parts. One, if you want to get people's attention, talk about the, what I call the XYZ. Here's what I've done. Here's the, here's the impact it had, and here's how it changed our organization within our group how we did things. Right. And I think that's that X, Y, Z of showing your value uh, right. because a lot of companies are looking for not just a list of, you know, what you, what you've done, but you know, how do you stand out? And then on the other side of it, if you're working for someone and you want to break down barriers, cause I kind of took that question to be twofold. Mm -hmm. The, if you're inside and you're in a toxic place or you're in a place that has barriers don't be silent. Be someone who is courageous enough to stand up and right. have conversations, not be aggressive to, to get yourself in trouble, but be, don't sit back and allow it to happen because Absolutely. then you're just condoning poor behavior. You've, and people who who know me and listened, uh, the, like many on this planet, it was the COVID shutdowns and rebooting society afterwards that changed me because it was a period in my career, in my life, where my sole responsibility was taking care of people, which was something that I sort of always did, but that was the only job, right? There were no longer the metrics. It just matters. How are we going to do this? How are we going to be safe? How are we going to take care of people? How are we going to communicate yep. to them? And then once you get to be in that stream, you can't not be in that stream anymore. And people would have probably always have looked at me in one particular light. Diplomatic makes it happen. Everything's fine. Something within me changed and I became a little bit noisier or more vocal in a professional way, obviously, but I was forever changed by understanding the, the power if you will, given to me that I have this power, this presence that I can use my voice, my platform, my 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 presence to help other people. And that's what I love about your organization. And I hope those that are have been listening will um, take something away from this or they themselves be inspired by everything you've talked about, we've talked about. You can be the change. Absolutely. You can be the change that you seek. 
And you can start with you and it can happen with a colleague. It can happen with a new job. You can inspire your boss. You can inspire your team. I just think that being quiet serves no one. Right. Right. right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and I have a friend from the West Coast, my friend Grace. We were the Will and Grace show and maybe you've seen her. Um, Jason, um, the noisier will was hugely beneficial and successful, but Grace not as popular as I once was. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So I'm looking at the time. We're at 12:28. One, I we talked about. I have. I always like to do things in threes. So we talked about your story about what broke you, what was broken in human resources. We talked about your journey. We shared our story in the journey. Now in the final moments here, and I'm going to also put up on the screen um, your website so people can connect with you. The question I have for you, what do you want the listener? What do you want the listener to take away, typo there, to take away from our conversation? Like what's the thing? Other than going to your website and learning more about your organization, <laughs> what's the thing you want them to know? or remember or think about? You can be the change. You can absolutely, one person can make a huge difference in this world. You can be the change. It doesn't matter where you start or how you start. You I can be the change it. that breaks down barriers. That's fantastic. I just remember being that complaining person where you work with colleagues and this is years ago complain 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 how come they don't do anything how come they aren't seeing it how come they aren't responding and then i had this moment jason and i realized hey wait a minute i am the they right and it switched everything around right because i'm yeah, part of you're it you're part of they you're part of they <laughs> exactly and so if more people understood that and we're human we're going to complain and we're going to yeah. gossip and uh, all that kind of stuff that human messy stuff humans do. But when you, when you step back and you have this privilege to lead people and be part of something, just be part of the solution. I love absolutely. that. I absolutely love that. And I want to make sure that um, I say this out loud and so for anyone that's listening and not watching, Jason, you can be found on LinkedIn Jason Forehand, and your website is hr-4u.org. Am I saying that correctly? It's correct. The dash. Yes, sir. That's great. And I invite everybody to really check that out and, and look at your work. And just want to say congratulations on the 69 beautiful faces behind you there. And I'm <laughs> so honored to be one of them. It's really, really great. I hope to join you on a future show you yourself yes. do shows, and you're you're out there spreading your light and your joy and i thank you my friend and i thank hope you so this much. was a beneficial conversation for those who are listening and just want to do better right thank you everyone for tuning in you can catch the replay or listen to us wherever you um get your favorite podcast take care everyone and thank you chasen thank you bye-bye